Hi, and welcome back to Zest and Wishes. This is Jane, a teen artist from California, and this podcast is where I speak my personal journal in hopes that you can connect and feel less alone. If you're listening to this right now, happy Sunday. It's not Sunday where I am right now when I'm recording. It's actually a Friday because I record ahead of time. But I know that this will be released on Sunday, and you will probably be listening either on a Sunday or later down the week. And I guess what I wanted to really bring up with this is that for me, I don't know about you guys, but for me, school is starting up in a couple of days on Monday the 17th, which is I just have one final weekend of summer and then I have to go back to school, high school. And honestly, even as I say that sentence, this might sound a little like, oh God, why is she being so dramatic? But I feel kind of really nervous even saying that sentence that in a couple of days I'm going to start distance learning at my school and I and I've I've been having this feeling for a while this happens every year I think I'm going to dive more into that but basically I noticed that I wasn't feeling all that dandy about school starting up and so this episode in this episode I'm going to be talking all about school starting up I'm going to talk about distance learning the fear of failure and how I'm feeling overall and what I think we should all really be prioritizing in our lives. Recently on my Instagram, oh, by the way, on my Instagram, I reached 200 followers. So I've just tons of thank yous for that. If you're listening to this and you either reached out to me or you're a regular listener or you just interact with my Instagram content, thank you so much. I I'm literally so grateful that I have people like you that are supporting me and helping me grow my community. Um, for those of you who don't know, my Instagram is at zestandwishes.podcast. That's again, at zestandwishes.podcast. And on there, every day, I just post things on my story and I have cute little posts and stuff like that. So please go check it out. All right, back to the episode. So recently on my Instagram, I posted a poll on my stories, basically asking how how are you guys feeling about school starting? And an overwhelming majority of people responded that they are not looking forward to school starting or they, they don't really care or they just, they don't feel great about it. And when I looked at the responses for the polls, I felt, I felt kind of relieved. Like, of course, I don't want people to feel bad about school starting, but it felt kind of empowering to know that other people also feel the way that I do. One thing that I didn't do on that poll, though, was specify, like, why we feel bad about school starting. So that's kind of what I really want to dive into now. So for me, I'm very lucky in that my school has set up a distance learning um, system for this year. I'm not sure how that's going to go, but basically it's just a schedule of, like, Zoom calls and just working through online, like, submitting stuff and other things like that. And... I don't know. There's something so nerve-wracking about it. I think it's because the idea of just being on Zoom calls all day and there's something that feels so intrusive to me about a Zoom call, like just seeing my face in the corner of the screen and like the awkwardness of the lagging time and the bad quality. And yeah, I think I talked to my friend earlier and then she also said that she felt this way about Zoom calls. She's very nervous because she thinks that the whole thing is very awkward. And so if you're feeling very nervous about Zoom calls or if your school is making you enter Zoom calls like daily multiple times, I am here with you. Like, I don't even know. But all I know is that Zoom calls can be very nerve wracking. So, yeah, over the summer, I took this class that my school offered and it 
went to distance learning and then I had to go to a Zoom call every single day. And honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like, yeah, there were moments when it was awkward, but everyone's like in the same boat. So it was kind of nice sometimes, like when it's time to work and then I can just turn off my camera and it's just like I'm chilling in my room and doing work on my own. That part felt nice, but definitely, oh my God, Zoom calls can be so awkward sometimes. Like, okay. Anyways, moving on. Overall, I think just the one thing about distance learning that we can't get with in-person learning is the power of direct communication, whether that's with like people in your class or like with a teacher. It's, I don't know, but for me, like I always just kind of like just having one-on-one moments with people in person. Like if I have a question, I like to just wait and then ask the teacher silently on the side. That's just what works for me, but I think that's going to be a larger restriction with distance learning. Overall, all in all, there's just a lot of restrictions and things I don't know for clear and for sure about distance learning and we're all in this boat like for those of us who are going to be doing distance learning hopefully you are it's ah man like it's gonna be something new and I think because it's so unknown and we don't really know what's going on that can be very nerve-wracking I've used the word nerve-wracking like three times (laughs) also a very big side note I Notice that because of all this distance learning and how we have to really work on our computers, we're like looking at a screen all day. I mean, because think about it. If you spend the entirety of school on your computer, that's like you're looking at a screen for multiple hours daily. But on top of that, you probably are going to watch TV, go on Instagram. Like everything is so tech oriented. Recently, my house, like just the Wi-Fi shut down for some reason. And then all day I actually had almost nothing to do other than art and playing board games like physical things I couldn't I didn't I couldn't study a lot of things I couldn't do a lot of things I couldn't research or watch things that I wanted to and I realized how dependent in quarantine my life has become on technology so I'm trying to cut down on screen time because I feel like it's really bad for my eyes to look at a screen all the time but I only have so much self-discipline when it comes to that Okay, so I feel like I've been talking a lot about the negatives or just the not great things about distance learning, but I'm going to talk about the one good thing, the one really great thing about distance learning, which I think for those of us who are privileged enough to, you know, have a system of distance learning or just working in our own homes as students is that we really get to manage more of our own time. And if not, we... For those of us who feel very anxious when going to school, we have a lot of freedom in that we can just stay at home. Um, For example, in my case, whenever I go to school all the time, every single day, it can get very, very mentally draining to be surrounded by so many people, so many conversations. I'm someone who thrives off of just having alone time and being able to work on my own in a silent place. And I didn't really have that with school, you know, but I think... I'm going to try to look at the positive of starting distance learning, which is that I have way more time on my own and I can, for example, go ahead in something if I feel like I can, whereas in a classroom setting, maybe I get more distracted or, or the teacher won't let you do certain things. It's just, there's a lot more freedom. Oh, you can also use the restroom whenever you want to. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, you know how at school you have to ask to use the restroom like why is that a thing this is this is probably not related to what I'm talking about but 
One another pro of distance learning is that you can use the restroom whenever you want to. No more awkwardly waiting, calculating how you're going to get to your locker, then to the restroom, then to your class in like six minutes. You have all day, whenever you want, use the restroom. All in all, (laughs) I think that we can just try to focus on the positives of distance learning, recognize our privilege and how lucky those of us are to just work at home and have a nice environment to work in and just know that tons of people are in the same boat that you are in. What happens to me every year before the new school year starts is I start getting very very nervous about everything about school starting about the harder classes I'm going to take about tests and stuff like that and every year this thing happens I have summertime and then as school approaches Every single day I wake up and I feel increasingly nervous, but I kind of like shut it away and just move on with my life. But it's definitely there. This feeling of not only nervousness, but also a ton of self-doubt and a fear of failing and just doing bad overall. And it's um, it's very dictating sometimes when it gets pretty intense. It's hard to look at things very objectively and understand why you're feeling the way you do. I really dived in and I realized that there are certain things that I'm very nervous about, which was one, testing. Recently, I've been getting so nervous about like SAT testing, ACT testing, and like AP exams and harder classes and stuff like that. I've been getting more and more nervous about it. And I think just saying it out loud and voicing it or just recognizing it and really realizing that it all derives from just a fear of either failure or self-doubt and I think that really helps you to recognize that you're not like completely insane this is something natural and normal that tons of other people are also feeling by the way and it really helps you to calm down and be kinder to yourself and really do what's good for you and do what's best for you. I think self-doubt is this awful thing that really can be so defining of how we think about our own self-worth whether that's academic or personal it really does crawl in and really impact us and recently I've been trying to like separate myself from negative feelings like if I have a negative thought I step back and I'm like okay I just thought that why did I think that where does it come from is it even a real thought or is it just a made-up thing that my brain made to make me panic and yeah just Stepping back and really looking at the logistics of why you're feeling a certain way, finding either the reasons or just recognizing that you don't feel great can really help you analyze why you feel the way you do. I think a lot of us feel pressure either from ourselves, our family, society, teachers to succeed. And there's always this idea that we're leading up to something like, oh, you got to do this, 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 and then that's going to lead up to going to college, which will lead to a stable life, which will lead to happiness. And it's, and a lot of the times these, we I think we should really listen to the advice of like our teachers and our parents because they're pushing us in a direction to a, a stable life. But at the same time, we also have to realize that, you know, success isn't everything and everything in our life shouldn't, for success we shouldn't be living for some apparent future that we're setting up for ourselves you know we should spend just some time for ourselves right now like live our lives and i know this is really like difficult to say because i know a lot of 
you know, teens, high schoolers, we struggle a lot with balancing that because, you know, the we, we want to take time for ourselves. We want to hang out with friends. Well, we can't exactly do that well this time, but we want to hang out with friends. We want to, you know, just go to a movie. We just want to relax. Um, but sometimes we have to sacrifice some of that to prioritize other things like harder classes or practicing math for like an SAT we're going to take and it's difficult to kind of find that balance because on one hand we're literally preparing for our future and on the other hand we just want to live because we're kids so that's just something that's been on my mind recently and I'm still trying to figure out the balance of like working and having time for myself and hopefully that now that I've shared this you can either relate or you just know that other people feel this way too And a quick side note, when I say success, I'm not entirely sure what I mean by that because, I mean, there's the very logistical success of like going to college and getting a job and buying a house and having kids and, you know, that's seen as like the very, what's the word, like just, that's like the success that society paints out for us. And then I think there's a success that's really individual. Like, for example, success for me honestly, I think it's just helping other people and also being happy by myself and on my own. And I think once we define what success is to ourselves, what we really want out of life, that's when we can really focus on things that matter to us. You know, like I'm not planning on going to college because I want to fit into what everyone else is doing. I'm going to college because I want to for myself. I want to expand my education because I'm excited to learn new things you know so I think when we dig down to the root of things and if if we can find don't feel like you have to have everything figured out because I certainly don't at all I think if we even just find like certain reasons of why why we're doing what we're doing it can really help us and yeah it just really helps us with understanding that we're living this life for ourselves. our life isn't someone else's master plan or someone else's idea or a path that's pre-made by generations before us. It's our own path that we're crafting and that we're doing for our own well-being. And then when you practice math, it doesn't, it's not a thing like, oh, I have to do this because apparently that's what I have to do to go to a good college or whatever. Then it becomes a matter of, oh, I'm practicing math or whatever, insert academic thing, because I want to learn and I want to do this so that I can go and have a better education for myself. So that's just like one example of like defining success for yourself. I've been doing more of it recently and it's much more empowering and relieving to recognize that like I define what's success for me. Honestly, I think if everyone in the world just thought a little bit more like that, like if everyone defined success for themselves a little more, I think that a lot of us could really... I think the world as a whole, honestly, could just kind of shift into a world where people can really craft their own paths and figure out what really makes them happy. And that may not be what the majority of people are doing. Okay, anyways, that was a really, uh, that turned into a really existential rant. I went from talking about like the pressure to succeed to like full on, what is the purpose of life? But anyways, moving along with my podcast. Also, a side note, recently I've been getting very not very, but like much more unscripted with my podcast. Like ever since I released the first chill and unscripted number one, I've 
been less focused on creating like a perfectly structured out podcast and just kind of let myself just really talk about whatever I want. Maybe occasionally that leads to me repeating stuff occasionally, but I think all in all, I want, I really want Zesting Wishes to feel like a safe, open, natural conversation, not like a scripted essay. So that's why I'm just kind of going more unscripted. So now that I talked about the fears of failure, I'm going to move on to my third kind of idea, which is I'm just going to talk about how I'm feeling overall and the importance of mental health and just well-being and how we're all kind of doing right now. (laughs) There's absolutely no denying that this is a very confusing and some of us a scary time. And, And I think because everything is so unknown i said this earlier in the podcast everything's unknown and so we naturally become afraid of that i think that we should focus on the things that we can control and what we can do you know maybe not all of us can magically snap our fingers and then the pandemic is gone but there are definitely tons of things i recognize that i can control regardless of what's going on out in the world so an example of that could be like cleaning your room organizing your room how you want it that's something that it's that's in your control you can control how much screen time you're getting you can control um, what you're spending your time doing you can for the most part you can control a lot of things I get to control what time I go to sleep I get to control what I eat you know I, it's it's these things of I think just like recognizing that we actually have a lot more control than we think I don't know for me that's been really really like revolutionary in the way I just like think and the way I act like just knowing that regardless of whatever's going on in the world, I have I have a choice in what my environment's going to be like. I have a choice in how I get to live my life. That's very revolutionary and very empowering as well. And honestly, in a world of like social media where we see what our lives have to be all the time, like we're always told, oh, you should try out this new product. You have to have this. Oh, look, everyone else is doing this. This is what you got to do. I think that there, we should definitely find moments where we can just step back and kind of look at it and be like, okay, but is it for me though? Do I really need to get those pair of shoes? Do I really need to listen to this type of music? Do I really need to do this or do that just because everyone else is doing it? So yeah, ask yourself those questions every once in a while and you'll really recognize the things in your life that you're doing because it's beneficial to you versus when you're just doing something because apparently it's what you're supposed to do. It's a very tricky balance, like balancing what you want to do right now versus taking care of your future versus like what everyone else is doing versus what you actually want to do. It's very confusing balance and all of us are trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out and hopefully this podcast has just like opened your eyes to some aspects of your life and how it's okay every once in a while to like just step back and think like, what am I doing? (laughs) A lot of the times I have, oh god, this is going to kind of sound like a flex, I'm very sorry, but a lot of the times back when school was going, I have have like a lot of people that come up to me and they're like, Jane, you have everything so put together, and and I always just say, okay, thank you, and I move on, but honestly, that's not true. I don't have everything together. Like, I procrastinate. I... Like, I get really lazy sometimes. Like, yesterday, I just felt so tired, and I was supposed to do a lot of work, but I didn't do it. And, like, I have days like that. I'm, like, it's, like, it happens. And I, 
I really wish that as a society, we would just drop this idea that we need to be constantly working and that there's this perfect version of ourselves out there because then we're just chasing an illusion. We should really be focusing on what we're doing right now. What realistic systems can we set for ourselves so that we can succeed in the way we want to? I think maybe in the future, I'll make a whole episode on how social media sets an unrealistic expectation for what our lives should be. But that's a topic for another day. And closing off this whole um, episode, I just want to mention real quick um, something about mental health and our own well-being. I think that even before the pandemic was going on, mental health and emotional well-being just wasn't prioritized anyways in our lives. And I really want that to change because I suffered a lot with like just letting horrible mental thoughts completely overcome me. And because I was constantly working and constantly going to school, I never really had time to step back. And hopefully during this pandemic and as we go back to school, that we can, you know, do our work and that we can succeed in the way we want to and we can head towards our own paths and goals. But at the same time, I think we should really be prioritizing our health, not just physical, like moving around, but also like mental asking for help when you need it, connecting with people, and really making sure that we're okay on the inside. Because if we neglect how we're doing on the inside, that can really have an impact on us. If you feel like there's no one that you feel comfortable or safe with opening up to, there are a lot of online um, hotlines and chats that you can join just to talk. It's all confidential. There's this really good hotline that I found. Let me search up the number real quick. Yeah, okay, so it's this this is just one example there are a ton of other hotlines out there and i'm sure if you just google search you can find a lot of things i'm pretty sure this is only national or just for the u.s so if you're not listening if you're listening to this and you don't live in the united states please just search up any type of hotline i'm sure there will be some good hotline for you where you live but basically this place is this organization is called the samaritans and their mission is to prevent suicide and provide hope And so you can call them at 877-870-4673. And there you can just call someone and anonymously just talk about how your day is going, talk about your emotions, talk about how you're doing. And it's really helpful if you just need to talk to someone, but you don't really have those resources available to you. In a perfect world, I really think that therapy is something like professional therapy should really be available to everyone because it's so important. Our mental health is so important, but unfortunately, like just that the reality of our society is that not everyone can afford luxuries like that. So hopefully just knowing that you have the option to turn to an online hotline of someone who is willing to listen to you can help you during this time. And also just remember that there's so many people in the same boat as you. I say this a lot. I said this before in a podcast. I've said this like two times so far, but I say it because I really believe it and I think it's very important to remember that whatever you're feeling, you're not the first person and you're not the only person experiencing it. There are many other people that are going through the exact same thing you are and they're probably a lot more closer and more willing to be open and talk than you recognize. We just have to keep our eyes open and our hearts open too. Thank you for listening to this episode of Zest and Wishes. I hope you enjoyed it. And furthermore, I hope you have a really lovely day and, of course, a great school year.
I upload a new episode every Sunday now. That's my official weekly upload date. And you can also follow again my Instagram at zestandwishes.podcast for more information and behind the scenes. And also I have a personal Instagram where I share stuff about my life, like the books I'm reading or the weird oatmeal recipe I found. And that's at Jane by Jane. That's at J-E-I-N-B-Y-J-A-N-E. And there you can just find other random cute stuff. So thank you again for listening. I'm very grateful for the 200 followers that I got on Instagram. And I'm very excited to see how I can grow from here. Please leave a positive five-star review if you're listening to this on a reviewable platform such as Apple or iTunes. Have a lovely day, night, wherever you are. And take care and have a lovely week and you will hear from me next Sunday.